The greatest leaders in business look for the emerging stories in their organization and use the data to choose their preferred outcome. What outcome do you want in your business? Listen to the stories of industry veterans, coaches, and consultants so you can choose your preferred business outcome. Let me go ahead and get it. Okay. All right. Uh... Hi, and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the Business Blind Spots Exposed podcast, or BBSE for short, because there's a lot of words there. But for those who haven't joined us, thank you for all those who joined us again. But for those who haven't seen us before, let me tell you a little bit about what this podcast is all about and kind of this rocky road call uh, business professional, personal life that I've gone through. And that uh, I used to sincerely believe that it was all about how smart I was, but uh, even if you can look at me right now, I'm looking forward. I can't see what's behind me. And my range of view is, you know, let's say it's 45 degrees. What about the rest of the 360 degrees I can't see? Um, for me to be more effective as an individual, the having when I'm facing somebody, they're looking at me, they can see what's behind me, I can see what's behind them. Gosh, it's a much more powerful perspective to have at all times. So the more people I can have around me that can help me understand what I can't see, the more effective as a leader I become. Um, I built a company uh, called Karma, which is all around this concept of trying to help people see perspectives they can't through data so they can ask better questions. And the spirit of that process, I set up a podcast to bring some subject matter experts who've got various disciplines and subject matter expertise areas that they can bring to the table. And one of those guests is uh, someone we have on today, Jim Zboren. Jim, how are you doing today? Doing great, Vinay. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm really, really quite excited about what you do. I mean, you tap into the subconscious and that's a whole piece of the equation that I've gotten more and more familiar with. I was like, my gosh, it's, if anyone wants to know what's in that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, I think it's like the, the, right on the in big letters on the side of that treasure chest. It says subconscious. Is that a, is that a fair way to label it? <laughs> oh yeah. That's a wonderful way to la label it. Uh, I, I haven't seen it that way yet, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's spot on and uh, it's a, it's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, absolutely. Because we all go through these journeys over time Trying to figure out how do we become, and, and there's these two words, you know, I've talked about this before, this idea of efficiency versus uh, effectiveness. And I spent so much of my life trying to be efficient, being able to do more of the same, as opposed to saying, wait, is every single step in the right direction? If I want to go to Disney World, I don't want to buy a flight to Paris to go to the Eiffel Tower, because guess what? That's not actually me being effective and getting to my destination. I've done something. There's a lot of people who spend time doing things, and I see that as efficient. But tapping into the subconscious is about this ability to tap into your ability to be more effective. Is what do you think about that? How does that resonate with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned about the blind spots, and and um, you know, there there's you know your 45 degree vision, but then behind you, what's the rest of the 360? Well, when you go to the subconscious, you're going actually inside. So you're, you're actually now a whole new level of, of insight. 
And it's actually a level of insight that actually uh, maps out and, and really determines everything that you do consciously. Uh, the conscious mind is super powerful uh, at, at what it does, analyzing, planning, uh, you know, uh, observing, you know, and, and uh, you know, things that are analytical like that, but um, uh, design, but uh, all of that is made more powerful because it comes from a certain perspectives. It comes from certain viewpoints uh, that we don't even see, but they're at operation all the time. And all of that is housed. It's, it's actually starts from the subconscious and it's maintained there. And if it's going to change to something more effective, it's going to change there first. So I'd like to give people a little bit of background as to who you are, because I mean, I think what we're talking about here, there's some transformational shifts that each individual yes. person can make, but yes, it, it, it's been sitting there. I mean, it's the, you know, I grew up in uh, Virginia beach, uh, Virginia, and there was a place called the Adam Thorogood house, which is, was founded in the early 1700s. It was a mile outside of my house. I never went there. Every visitor to my house came inside. They saw that. They're like, oh, wow, what's, what is this? But I actually never went. It's right under my nose, but I never bothered to explore this rich history that was right underneath. I feel like the subconscious is a little bit like that. It's this treasure trove of capability and transformation and, and unlock and, un and release of so much power. Yes. But it yet people don't see it. No, it's, it's <laughs> is that, super is that a fair analogy. Or yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's super powerful. In fact, it, it, we tap into it all the time. We couldn't, we couldn't operate without tapping into it. We just do it naturally, but it's, 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 there are so many, um, uh, it's a powerhouse because it has so many of our capabilities wrapped up in it. And uh, we don't even access a lot of our capabilities and because we're not even aware of how to do it, but uh, it, it's it, transformational is a wonderful word. Um, you know, because we, we can, we can, you know, do, do translations where we can learn something and then we can kind of shift from one place to a, a, like a nicer place to be. But when you go through that transformation at a subconscious level, uh, there are changes in, in, in the entire way we've mapped out our, our understanding of realities, which is really what we're reacting to. Uh, and, and that's determining what we do. And, and that, it's at many levels at one time. So uh, talking about being effective, that's super effective way of, of, of shifting and growing. So I want to, I do want to introduce everyone a little bit to who you are, just kind of sure. so they can see sort of from the letters and the credentials and the experience, kind of who you are. And I'm going to read a little bit about in the bio here, right? You're a certified hypnotherapist and you're a certified professional hypnotist uh, that works with entrepreneurs and business leaders seeking breakthroughs to finally overcome emotional and mental blocks that are keeping, keeping them from up-leveling the business success. I love that because <laughs> I, I heard this statement once, and I don't know that I fully understood it when it was first said to me, but as I've kind of revisited and heard it, is that there's no greater way to put a microscope on yourself than to run a business. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, because, because really to run a business and, you know, it, it really puts you up against uh, uh, your limitations, but the limitations are self-imposed limitations, which we would call the comfort zone. And uh, there's, there's so many things going on uh, for, for, for an entrepreneur, uh, for a business owner that uh, is, is testing the limits of, of where they're comfortable. And the whole transformation takes place in expanding the those comfort zones, because then a person can naturally move further. But 
if they can't see what's causing or what's behind that comfort zone, uh, they tend to think, well, I'm just not good at this, or uh, this is just the way it is, or everybody feels like this, when really that's not true at all. It's That's their map of the world, but there are so many other more accurate maps available to them. So I'm writing my notes here, and I, I wrote down expansion of comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, uh, for me as a leader, every time I'm trying, I'm start hitting a, a brick wall. And, and here's what I'm, I'm, what I'm kind of leading up to, is because I think I've often looked for sort of concrete examples so that I can say, oh, I, I'm, I'm starting to understand and define what it is that I'm starting to look at here. Right? The first time I see it, I, I, I can't compute, I can't understand it because I've never seen it before. Right. Mm-hmm. So this idea of expansion of comfort zones. I kept trying to do something a certain way and I was, you know, they, they say the defined idiocy, idiocy is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I mean, I can't think of a, of a, a class or a group of people who are constantly expecting different results than entrepreneurs because there, there are no results before, <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. So if you're actually going to shift yourself, you got to change something and where those some things it's sitting inside. Is that right? Well, well, yeah. There, I mean, there's things we we can logically, you know, and and from a conscious perspective, see to shift our position. Like we need to learn some things. We need to practice, get some skills. Things like that is 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 you know, it's a cognitive coaching type thing or a cognitive effort. And and those are clear and 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 those are valid. We do need to do those things. But it's 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 what we allow ourselves to do, what we're in the ha- what our habits are allowing us to do, what are li- thinking about what we want to do. Those things underlie that. And, and uh, for me, all, all business success is really a personal growth issue. Uh, uh, and, and, and therefore the personal, but the, what we're looking at is a personal growth that's going to underpin and drive entrepreneurial success. So specifically what I'm looking at is, is, you know, what, how are people getting in the way of themselves, uh, uh, you know, from putting themselves out there, from making a sales call, from, uh, uh, you know, creating their products, from uh, being comfortable pricing their product, being, being comfortable asking for a fair price uh, or any price at all for that matter. Um, uh, you know, procrastination or just limited thinking. We have set points of what we see ourselves as earning that came from from our childhood, really, uh, mostly uh, from what we observed from our parents and other people. But you know, we, you know, we need to move those set points up. These are all things that are happening at a subconscious level. These are personal growth issues for me, but but they're particularly the ones that are going to transform a person's ability to act and take action in their business, uh, which really brings their results. So I want to give an example here, kind of something I struggle with, and 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 see if this kind of aligns with what you're, what you're saying or kind of the work that you do and when you work with people. For the longest time, I used to try to sell people. And when I used to try to sell people on something, I used to think that I was trying to convince them to do something I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have since moved away from that. I don't like that language at all. As a matter of fact, I've thrown that away. Rather, I invite people to a destination that I believe they have an interest in being part of. Uh, life insurance, right? Uh, before I had kids... Life insurance wasn't really, I mean, it was important, but it wasn't, it wasn't really high on my priority list. But now that I've got kids and a, and, a, and a wife, gosh, life insurance, it's because I want to do it. And then the life insurance agent was coming to me saying, hey, so what, what happens? They're not trying to convince me of anything. They're trying to tell me, hey, here's a destination that I think is of value to you in the sense that if you get, you, you, there's a high-speed hummingbird that hits me, in the, you know, hits me in the head somewhere, it knocks me out, and I'm, I'm no longer 
what what happens? <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, uh, and, and that's interesting. I, I, that is a future that I would like to necessarily guard or protect against. Mm -hmm. So I don't sell people in the future. I invite them to a future. If they want to come along, they come along. I'm never selling. And that shift for me was this idea that I, before I was trying to convince, trying to people push people to do something and they don't want it. As opposed to now I'm saying, hey, would you like an invite? And you want to come along, which where people are saying, yeah, I, that is interesting. And if they don't, that's fine. Right? But that was just a mindset shift that had to occur to me. People right. don't want to be sold to. What, right. is that, does that resonate? Yes, because that's, you, you've identified exactly what that is. It's a mindset shift. And mindsets are, are entirely important because they, they, they are um, how we act, how we take action, how we see things, our perspectives that lead to our actions and our, our interpretations of things. And, but really, those mindsets come, come from someplace. And those mindsets come from the way we've internally, at a subconscious level, mapped out reality. Uh, it's a model of, of reality. It's not really reality. It's a model of, of, of our experience of how we can do things in the world outside of us. Uh, so we, we spend our life uh, taking in data from our senses. And we interact with that data, not out in the data. We, we interact with it in our mind first, and then we can control arms and legs and feet and all kinds of things to make things happen outside of us. But we're really operating not in reality in the sense that we're not out there. We are actually operating off of our understanding of what's out there, our map of reality. And that map is not the territory. It's, it's, it's a representation of, and some representations are very effective. They're good maps and you can do a lot with them. Others are not so effective to do what we want to do later when we want to go somewhere else, but they were fine for when we made them. Uh, they got us by. So um, the mindset comes from that. And a trick, uh, you know, of an eye is, is um, to, to this is that, you know, mindsets and even affirmations for that matter, uh, they're, 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 they can be very effective, but when it matches up with what's in the map. Now, when it doesn't match up within the map, you can, you, you can take it in, but your, your subconscious is rejecting it because it doesn't match reality, th that it understands reality, or it's conflicting with some decision that was made. So there, there's, there's a rejection of that idea. And the, the, the way it's normally, the way it's typically changed is uh, a lot of repetition or a lot of emotional uh, uh, feeling in there that really gets the attention of the subconscious that, hey, this is, this is something important. We're going to do this um, as long as it doesn't conflict with some kind of a previously decided uh, uh, course of action by the subconscious to protect the person because that's its prime job. But um, so mindsets and, and mindset work is excellent, but but they, it's it's what I work with is the blocks when people are, are working with these mindsets. So it is it is getting those mindsets, but then it's even deeper than that uh, because then what's happening with that mindset is it being rejected, uh, and, and and you know or will will we accept? And, and the way that I do it is instead of taking time with repetition and a lot of emotional content, we 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 make that happen faster. We make it happen much more permanently in that I go right to the map and and the map uh, I. I work typically I'm working right with um, uh, the, the language of the subconscious, which is actually symbols. And those symbols are arranged in relationships to one another in what I would call metaphors. And these are, these are purely to the individual, but they, completely encode what's going on for the person, how they're perceiving it, you know, what, the, what, the, what their mindset is. And, but we're, we're, we take that and we work with that and we evolve it because there's really nothing broken. The person is working fine, but the problem they're experiencing is it's working fine for somebody who they used to be 
who is not where they are today because they picked it up maybe when they were a child. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, no, it, it, uh, you know, someone told me, I heard someone talk about this story once where they were trying to talk to a potential customer in this case. And they said, uh, hey, look, it's, you know, there's an opportunity to kind of move forward into the future. And the person said, I don't need to. I'm doing just fine as is. Mm-hmm. And the guy looked at him and said, so do you drive the same truck that you drove 20 years ago? <laughs> and the guy said, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no. He said, that, yeah, good, so when, yeah. when, when do you upgrade yourself? <laughs> Exactly. Right. That's that's a wonderful metaphor there, uh, Vinay. A wonderful way of picturing it. And it's it's akin to a picture that I've used. Um, what I do when I do this work, you know, and I use hypnosis as, as a tool that goes right to that learning state where this t- goes right to the subconscious. Uh, but uh, the, the method I use is one I've developed called perceptual remodeling. And what I say is, look, you know, you're not going to live in a, where, where you're living now has been remodeled from 30 years ago when, you know, and it's, it's, it, it may have been unsafe to live in that situation. It doesn't fit you anymore. And so we re- just remodel that. And so, yeah, the upgrading your truck is a great uh, metaphor that, to that. And yeah. the, the, the topic came to me, uh, that came to mind was the, those limit, I don't want to say limitations, those perceptual maps in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. is the equivalent to you saying, I want to run a hundred meter dash against a bunch of people, but you've got a, a rope tied around your ankles. Yeah. If, if, right? if, if, if the limitations are, are, are the edges of the road. And uh, if you, if you've mapped it out where it's like, you know, it's, you've got this mile wide road, but you, you've mapped out a, a three inch alleyway, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're, you're limited. Yeah, absolutely. But, but these are good things. They're, they're designed. It's, it's a natural process of self-protection and, and, and self-preservation. <laughs> and so these limitations, these comfort zones are, are designed to keep us safe within a, within a range. There's, there's, a, we're looking. It keeps us in homeostasis between what we think is like above ourselves, and then above what we think is below ourselves. So right in that range, and the the, the points, the set points there uh, are are define our comfort zone. But they're they're really arbitrary. Uh, they're they're not reality. They're just things that were the best we could do at a certain time, and usually a long time ago. And we don't think about them anymore. We just act off them. So we never really evolved them or changed them because we never access them other than we just react off of them. Uh, so we are very limited by our past. But there's a reason f- for that, and it's 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 actually working right. We're not broken. Uh, but what happens is we need to just evolve the old map so that it's remodeled or, or it's upgraded to, Hey, the, the, these are where things are today. You know, look at all the possibilities. So I'm kind of curious for anybody who might be listening to this in the audience here, and, and I would love to hear your comments and please put a uh, uh, hashtag replay. So we know that this is something that you listen to. Um, I'm going to suggest an analogy in here. I'd love to hear not only what you all think is, as the people who listen to this podcast, but also see what you think. You know, someone told me that, uh, well, I, I firmly believe that perfection is not a destination, it's a journey, right? Because it's constantly, as soon as you get to the, an end point, there's another definition of perfection. And I think we, you and I talked about that before. My 12-year-old soccer skills was good for me as a 12-year-old, but it's not good enough for 13 or 14, because 13, there's a new definition of perfection as a 13-year-old soccer player. I also see it like as rungs on a, on a ladder. If there's 15 rungs on a ladder and I'm on rung number three, you can yell at and poo-poo and scream and all that kind of stuff at rung number three because it was only three, but you wanted to be at four, but you couldn't get to four until you had three first. Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of what you have in your mind is wrong so much as 
It's right. perfect for where you are right now. Are you ready to go right. to the next rung? Yes, exactly. It's perfect for where you're right now. And and people are, are making the best choice available to them at a subconscious level. But the thing is, a lot of them don't have the resource. None of us has the resources at, at, at two or three or five or seven or 12 that we have as, you know, 25, 35, 45. And, and so what was appropriate and right you know, just like that, that 12 year old soccer player, what's appropriate and really good for them, you know, it, it, it's not good for the next stage. Uh, but, but a lot of times because it's subconscious, it's unseen, they're not even aware that it's there. It just seems like natural to them. Um, they're, they're, they're not living up to their full potential today, but they're not broken. They so, just need to grow some things. Yeah. I, I think, and I think that's a really key point here. It's not that it's broken. It's just that you haven't you haven't had the opportunity, the time, or the attention on it to move it to the next stage. And that's a decision you've got to make, right? For me, at some point in time, I wasn't ready to start learning soccer at the level of Diego Maradona because I was never going to be a professional soccer player. That was never really in the cards for me. So I didn't want to spend my time there on learning and relearning stuff because there was a different place I need to go in my life. And that's where I spent time on, right? So let's bring that back to the, the community that you work with. A lot of entrepreneurs and early stage companies, right? Mm -hmm. Founders. Mm -hmm. So they've got, I'm going to build a scenario here. Tell me if this is kind of the type of people that you work with or sort of the situation that they're in, right? So for me, me for example, I used to work for a large companies before I worked for the federal government, so on and so forth. And I understood how data worked there, but there was 700 people that were there to support getting me that Excel spreadsheet or that database with all the information. So when I came and said, hey, started going to small business and said, hey, let me automate your data. Uh, the assumption that there's 500, 600 people behind me was still in my head. And I go to them and say, can you give me all of your information? And they go, huh? <laughs> right? They have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's because in my subconscious, there, there's a belief in the past that, that has always been there. And the revelation for me, honestly, the revelation for me was, oh, wait, they don't have all those tools. I got to give those tools for them to be able to support them and, and, and help them grow. Is that, I mean, is that like one example of the aha moment where I go, oh, that's what I'm missing here. Yeah, uh, um, I need to reprogram that my thinking. Yeah, it, it, that's, a, that's a mindset shift. You, you had a certain mindset and your experience, uh, you know, showed you different and you adjusted and it, it, it changed. Okay. It grew. Um, now it, it's um, uh, it, if if it's not something threatening to you, your survival in in terms of your subconscious perspective, because your subconscious is is not logical. It, it's the seat of our feelings. It's the seat of our creativity. But it's super powerful. In fact, it's really directing everything. Uh, uh, you know, it it the, the conscious mind decides where it wants to go, but the subconscious will allow it to do or not. So uh, it's super powerful. But its logic is maybe like a two years old logic. There's 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 a logic to it, but it's 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 it it's you know doesn't make much sense <laughs> and it's counterproductive. Uh, for example, you know somebody may consciously want to stop smoking, and um, you know they're they're thinking, oh, this is going to kill me. This is it makes sense. Look how healthy I'll be. I'll save so much money. Their conscious mind saying this, but their subconscious is is its number one goal is is to keep us safe and alive. And to keep us safe and alive, if if what we're doing now has not killed us, then it's probably best to just keep doing that. So so now the subconscious mind is logically saying, well, smoking 
smoking has not killed you yet. So I think, I think we're good with smoking because we don't know what's going to happen when you stop smoking again. See, and it, it makes a logical sense. There is a logic to it, but it, 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 it's counterproductive to the logic of the logical mind, but it's, it's going to be the, the primary driver. Um, uh, that's where the motions are coming from. That's where the motivations are coming from. Uh, that's where the mapping is of reality, the perceptions, the, the mindsets. Um, so what has to happen is, is it's got to change from the inside, uh, to match the outside, but the, the subconscious, you know, the subconscious is going to number one, protect. Uh, so there's a fear of an unknown for the subconscious. And, but if once something is known, then it, then it can move forward as long as there's not a conflict. And, and what you're describing is, is just something that was not known. And, and once you got new experience, you just simply adjust it. And that's the best kind. I mean, that's just natural growth. Um, yeah. But there are times where a person, um, you know, it, it can be a level of the con- a conscious unconscious conflict where somebody has made a decision. Like, for example, uh, you know, let's say the kindergarten, they were up at the board doing a math problem and, and, and you know, they, they, they got embarrassed somehow. Uh, they made a mistake. Somebody laughed. The teacher was rude or cruel. Uh, some, some goofy thing or as simple as, you know, you know. Uh, you know, you're, you're in second grade and you're talking constantly with your friend and all of a sudden your teacher makes you move across the room. Now it's like, that's like, uh, like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's embarrassing. It's terrible. Something so simple as that. Well, that may make you make you decision. You may have decided right there. Well, I'm never going to put myself out and put myself in front of people where I'm going to get this embarrassed again. And so in school, you kind of are forced into speeches and things like that. So you, you make through, but it's like terrifying. And it's like, finally you get out and you don't have to do it. Well, now fast forward 10, 20 years, and you want to advance in your career and you need to do some presentations or you want to be an entrepreneur or you want to get in front of people and teach, you know, as a coach. And now you, you're faced with this conflict where you've already decided at a level you're not even thinking, you don't even remember. It doesn't, and even if you thought back of it constantly, you would, you would say, well, that's no big deal, but, but it still feels like a big deal to that inside where you've mapped it out. And, uh, and, and the transformations, though, can come very fast. In fact, the media, because all it requires is just changing that map inside. And that's just a moment away. And once that's done, the comfort zone expands to include what you're trying to do now. And it's just very easy to do. So yeah, at, at what you were saying to answer your question is that's, that's certainly an example of one thing. That's a, that's a simple level, but it can get deeper involved, uh, you know, with where there's blocks to it, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, the, the words that are kind of coming up in my mind is that it's almost as though, you know, if I'm thinking from, I love my analogies here, right? Uh, the subconscious is the one that says, let's save the money. Let's save the money. Let's save the money. Uh, and the conscious mind is like, let's go invest the money. Let's go invest the money. Uh, possibly. Right? Possibly. Or it might be that the conscious mind is saying, let's save the money. Let's save the money. And the, and the, and the subconscious mind is saying, let's blow money. Let's blow money. Because because it was mapped out, <laughs> scarcity was mapped out, and the person has a block against scarcity. You know, so it's really here's the, here's the real trick of and I uh, for me when I can tell if somebody's got a conscious unconscious block or it's, it's a subconscious thing, not not a cognitive thing. Uh, if if they want to do something and they're they're trying to take steps to do it, they're taking action, but somehow they can't do it. Somehow they're getting in the way of themselves. There's something going on underneath because we can really do what we set out to do. Now it may take a long time or may not, but but if somebody is setting out to do something and they're actually making progress forward doing it, then it, it, there, it's, there's not really a problem at a subconscious level. If they're self sabotaging, if they're afraid, if 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 they're, they have the negative self talk if they're uh you know if they if they you know can't picture themselves earning more than what you know what their parents earned or what they earned you know 30 years ago 
you know, all those things are going to be happening at a subconscious level. And that's, that's where, that's where I go in and work. And I do do coaching on top of it, but, but I'm, I'm also very, I'm, I'm, it's tied in exactly with, okay, I'm seeing where the person can move forward without a problem. Perfect. Uh, but I'm also seeing where they're, 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 up against a comfort zone. And really our comfort zone is a great place because that's, that's the cutting edge of our personal growth. And, uh, you know, you know, three steps forward, two steps back is perfect, uh, because it means that we are growing. Okay. It's, 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 it's so all those things are good, but it's just a matter of, of moving forward through them. And sometimes it's easier said than done for people and because their maps are, are limiting them. Uh, so, um, I'll be completely uh, candid in some of the, the thoughts, the feelings, and emotions that came up here. As you're saying this, I was like, "Well, hold on a second. That that happens for me." <laughs> right? It happens. Well, I know. Yeah. So, is there? Well, I guess maybe the first question is: Is there anyone that this does not apply to? I mean, well, there's everyone got to have some. I hope not. I hope not because a, somebody would have to be perfect, which you've already said, you don't believe in, which I agree with you. Um, But, but you know, it's a part of the journey. We're all really here. I believe to create Uh and uh, you know, why we're here to do that. What, what we're supposed to be creating. It's up to you. I don't care. But, but I think we're all built to, to be creative individuals, not, not artsy, but, but where we can take things in our mind and we can make them happen outside of us. Manifest them. Uh, Manifest them. You know, whether it be like, you know, uh, you know, we, we may have to build something. We have to design something. We might have to solve a problem problem, but we're, we're equipped to do those things. So I think that's an indication that we're supposed to do that. Not only that, but our motivation is really based on, on a, a need for autonomy and a, a need for competence and a need for relevance. And so, you know, what a perfect motivation for creators, you know, uh, you know, because what we create frees us up and it brings us freedom, especially for entrepreneurs uh, who are who are making their way, you know, their, their income and, and working on their own terms, hopefully. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they get good at something and that motivates them to be really good at something, but which also means that what they're good at can be helpful to others. And that's what they sell. What relevant to others. So we're really designed to be these creators, I think, or, or we've evolved to be these creators. And um, I, I think that's really what gets us motivated and gets us going, whether, you know, not just artistic, but just we do things in life. And, um, um, you know, it, it's a, uh, uh, I, I think that's what really drives us. But, but so for a creator, we don't want everything right. It, it's always the next thing. So we're always, we, we, we hopefully it, it there's always, hopefully we always are up against our cutting edge of our comfort zone because that's the, that's our point of growth. And our point of growth is where the opportunities for creation lie. So if that, if that, you know, that kind of is a long answer for a short question. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I'm loving this. And I hope all those that are listening in, I would, and I'd love to hear your comments and please put in the uh, hashtag pound replay. If, if you're listening in, um, I, I love this because I'm, Constantly trying, uh, not, I, I don't. I like that. I dislike that word trying because trying means that I'm not necessarily committed to it. Sure. I'm constantly exploring and wanting to push my boundaries of comfort because on the other side of it is always a, there's another door to opportunity that I've never seen before. Yes. And I think what I'm hearing from you is that alignment between the conscious and the subconscious is. Everything that's in front of that, you reaching that door. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And it's it's the name of my company is Entire Mind Advantage, and and this is what that name is is, is uh, referring to is is we are extremely 
powerful people. We have, we have a tremendous ability to, to do things and do things for the good of other people. Uh, when our, when our conscious mind is in alignment with our subconscious mind and also our unconscious mind, which is really, uh, uh the level of knowing at the body. Um, you know, you, you, you know how, we, um, uh, you, you meet somebody and like immediately you, 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 you feel like you're not sure something's not quite right. Well, your subconscious mind has already read everything and their subconscious <laughs> mind is communicating to your subconscious mind what they're about. Uh, and, and so you're already starting to feel like intuitively, okay, that's, that's not right. But not only just intuitive, but your body may tense. Well, your body knows something too. And your body's already gearing you for action before you're even thinking of it. And your subconscious is already cluing you in on the bigger picture when you're more in touch with, with your intuition, which is the subconscious speaking to you. So yeah, there's, there's an entire thing there. And if, if, if a person wants to go even further than that, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, I mean, this is much more, much more uh, theoretical, philosophical, but, uh, but there might be a, cl a collective uh, unconscious where there's, there's knowledge of, of, of collected from the human, human experience that we can access somehow, you know, so that's, that's kind of like a fun thought experiment. Uh, then there might be a God conscious above our, our conscious mind, but, but I just work with that, the, with that range where at the level of creating right here, right now. And I, and I allow everybody else to decide how we got here, what we're here for and everything else that's up to everybody else. But, um, I work with the human and, and I work with, uh, from the conscious mind to the, to the unconscious mind and the subconscious is the big, piece right in there so as i was going through that process of realizing that hey this could pretty much be anybody because they're all on their journey mm -hmm. to perfection mm -hmm. and someone yes. in that journey yes Do, can people necessarily verbalize and and i'm actually being very specific about this these words for a reason mm -hmm. can people very easily articulate the challenge that they're having i mean is it is it often, hey, I can write it down, or it's, I guess it's felt some, some, there's just some incongruence within me. Yeah. What, you, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of the way people come to you? Oh yeah, yeah. Because most most people that come to see me, uh, you know, I, I work online and also in an office. But but everybody who comes to me, where they come from, they're, they're they're usually what they come to me for is not what they're really what's going to really <laughs> help them. Okay? But it's it's yeah. an approximation and it, it gives us a starting point. But but no, we can't see these things. But I, these are definitely in the blind spot. Um, that's why it's helpful to to have the help of somebody who can see that. Um, you know, and, and I think a, a really a, a very valuable thing using hypnosis to, to tap into the power of the mind, which hypnosis is just, is just the word that we use for what's actually a, a very natural learning state. Uh, in fact, we, we live in hypnosis the first up to maybe six years of our life. You know, that's why, you know, when kids are listening to cartoons or, or things are like, you know, their, their, their eyes glaze over tunnel their vision, mouth, right? tunnel vision <laughs> is, is a sign of being a hypnosis, uh, the focus, because really all hypnosis is an internal focus, but it's absorbing things that the conscious mind isn't even aware of. It's absorbing colors, relationships, the way people are acting. Uh, you know, they're, they're just getting all this information. Well, that's because it's a, it's a hyper learning state and, uh, and, and things are being absorbed at a subconscious level and then being stored and, 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 uh, for later use. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, so all hypnosis does it, it, it gets you back into that, and we go into hypnosis all the time. We could not even we couldn't enjoy a movie or a book uh, if if a person enjoys a movie or a book, a good movie or book, good book, they, they couldn't enjoy it without being able to go into hypnosis at a level uh, because their their conscious mind would be constantly interrupting. Say, oh, this is people wrote this. Oh, that didn't happen. Somebody 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 wrote that. Oh, these are actors. This isn't happening. You, you could never get into the story. It's the ability to get into the story that that is is is. That 
that's hypnosis we're, we're, we're turning into, which is really just taking away the critical filter so we can start accepting ideas. And this is why the critical filter is very important because we, you know, at about six or seven, we start venturing out into the world, not, not you know, as adults, but, but we start meeting people more. So we're going to be coming into contact with all kinds of crazy, goofy ideas. And so we want those rejected. <laughs> you know? But the trick is when we want to learn, though, it's, it's kicking those ideas out. That's why it takes a lot of repetition and, and a lot of like emotional juice to it to really make an impression later on. But we don't need that. We, we can just go to hypnosis and, and go to that natural learning state and, and, and bypass that. But uh, yeah, it, so, it's, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, so I, I was talking to someone earlier today, and we talked about this idea that a lot of leaders have this fear of losing control or fear mm. that they're not in control, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But they may be actually very effective by other people's definitions to the external world. They're actually incredibly effectual, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to something. But there's that internal just disagreement. Right. Uh, people are telling me in my performance reviews, you're really good. But I, what, what are you talking about? I feel like I'm a fraud. Maybe imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, yes. Is that, is that probably like an example of how people say, this is this is something that's deep rooted that you it's can help. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, Yeah, mm. the, these are these are um, a, a pers- these are these are incongruencies between the perceptual map and the reality that's actually happening outside, and uh, th- th- that incongruency is, is is creating cognitive dissonance. Dissonance really, um, and they can they can function they can function high level, but they're 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 not enjoying that, and it's limiting them because they're not able to freely go even further if if they were like right in tune with. So, I mean, this kind of stuff so um, so intrigues me <laughs> as an individual. And I'm kind of curious, people who might be listening, and please put a comment of pound replay or hashtag replay uh, and give us your comments here. Is this interesting to you? And what is interesting about what is most interesting to you? How does this journey with you start? I mean, does someone pick up the phone one day and say, hey, Jim? Mm, yeah. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me, but something I, I just can't. I don't. I don't. What do you? I, I always tell people that if it's coming from the head, it's nice, neat, clean sentences. When it's coming from sort of the subconscious, I think, or sort of the heart here, it it is it is difficult to verbalize, yes. uh, and it comes in bits, spots, and I mean uh, fits and starts in terms of the language and just kind of like I'm speaking right now. It's not yeah, clear. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's it's very much it's very much a, the subconscious speaking. You, 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 in order to speak like that, you have to tap into the inside, and it's it's not pretty. And there's a lot of analogies, and there's a lot of pictures that uh, that need to be put into words, or to even even to be realized to be put into words. So yeah, that's natural. But yeah, for me, uh, I, I think what you're asking is is how did I get there? Is, is that am I am if I off? Well, or or how did, how did someone start okay. that engagement with you? Because they 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 have this felt sense. I mean, they've got a this incongruency right yeah. between their conscious and their subconscious mm-hmm. but they've never called it anything no one has ever told right. them that there's something right. what, what do they call it how do they start that journey with you well, I think the best way of an is it would be to just a book, a, a twenty-minute, uh, short, uh, you know, just a conversation about what I'm doing and and what what they've got going on, 
And if it makes sense to, to go a little further, we, we would schedule a, a discovery session. And, and there we really drill down and we really get at the heart of what they're trying to do and, uh, and, and the heart of what's slowing them down from doing that. And then from there, you know, we, we, I can come up with some ideas about what might be helpful for them and then we could take it from there. But it really starts there. Uh, just, just a little bit of awareness and, and some little bit of exploration if awareness uh, says that exploration is warranted. And look, and so many people I know for a long time, I was very much always focused on the outcomes and the results and being able to prove return on investment. Mm-hmm. It, does that come into play there? Is there a way to show that when someone comes to you? Uh, here's here's a trick. It, it's uh, the re- to return on investment. Uh, what what I'm doing. See, I'm not teaching somebody how to set up a sales funnel. I'm not teaching somebody how to get more sales calls or more closings. Those are things that that are hard wired to numbers. And there's there's a, a, an easy way to see on return on the investment. Um, what I'm working with is 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 much softer. Uh, it has ha- it has hard effects, but it's really going to be up to the person to. to go forward and take action on what they wanted to do and get the results by doing that. But where they're going to see the hard result for me is that they're going to be able to take that action, whatever that is. I'm not going to tell them the action. Uh, you know, they, they, they're already trying to do that, or they already have people that are teaching them those specific things. But for, for me, they're, they're now what was before an impossibility to them in, in terms of they couldn't let themselves do it. Now it seems so natural. They're not even hardly aware they're, they're doing it, what they want to do. Uh, where they were uncomfortable before, now they're comfortable. Uh, where their habits were getting in their way, now their habits help them. So they definitely see a result. Uh, but, uh, the, the, but in terms of the hard effect of what they're doing, they're able to take action now. Now the results of the action yeah. that's on them. Make sense? Yeah, it, it, yeah. No, I, I, you. I mean, I get. I guess part of your, the sort of the statement you're trying to make, or at least what I'm hearing, is what if if you're trying to get to the other side of the mountain and somebody's there to help you move the mountain out of the out of the way. Yeah. It was previously impossible. I mean, what is the return on investment on that? Can you measure it? Exactly. You <laughs> right. can't measure it. You really can't measure it because not only does it transform your business, it also transforms every area of your life. Yeah. Now this is affecting your relationships. It's affected with yourself, with your with your spouse, with your children, uh, with your friends. It's, it's like it affects everything because that same map that was making you do limiting things in one area is actually doing things in other areas as well. And so it, it really is immeasurable. Here's a, here's a nice, I, I love that little example because here's what, here's, really a maybe a more clear way of seeing it you see there's a mountain there yeah absolutely uh and if if uh you know they could climb it and then come down the other side and get past it okay um or they could go around it but it, it, those things take a long time and a lot of effort um but i don't remove the mountain because the mountain is the reality that's a part of the reality but what i do is i find that pass through it that they have not seen that makes the huge journey an easy journey and faster. And, and, you know, all those learning, the lessons they've learned from climbing the mountain or going around it all, in all the past are still valuable. It's still built muscles for them, but now it's so much easier to just get straight there because they're not blocking themselves. Uh, so I, I really show them, uh, I help them find their path. See, they have the answers. I don't give anybody an answer uh, because they have the exact answer. If they want to do something, they already have the, the picture in there of the answer. And it, what's happening is, you know, out of all the possibilities within their mind, their mind sees, you know, the, the, the answer. OK, 
okay, but there's many possibilities. Uh, but what they're focusing on is the problem. And because they're only focusing on the problem, they're focusing on the mountain, they never notice that pass going through it. And and all I do is I help them discover that pass. And so, so what I do is they're focused on the problem. The answer is over here. I increase their focus. We find the resource. We find the answer they have. And then we focus to there. And once we focus there, they can, they, they go. Yeah. Yeah. Really what's happening with the subconscious mind, it's, it's always an action avoidance thing for protection. And um, so all I'm doing is, is, is I'm, I'm not removing the reality. I'm not changing you know, who they are. I'm simply helping them discover within themselves, the resource and the way that they already know, but they're just, are not seeing it. They can't access it because it's not on their map, but it's there. I'm loving this uh, first on so many levels myself. I mean, I, I have often used this analogy that I'm always trying to shift my perspective one level higher, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to this day, going climbing to the top of a mountain or going on a hike to the top of a mountain, even if it's 200 feet or 500 feet, right? getting 200 feet off the ground from where you normally live, you see things in just a whole different perspective, the houses and the trees, they're all the same as they were when you were on the ground. Right. But now they just, you start to see a different framework and a different right. picture because you look at it from a it's different, a, it's vista. A different you're, perspective. You're saying, yeah. And, and the perspective is yeah. your perception. And, and all I'm doing is I'm, I'm looking at, you know, the high level pers- per, uh, perspective or perception within you, the, how you're viewing that whole map. And I'm, I'm, I'm helping you to, to reform that or reshape that map. And here's the trick of an eye. It's, it's really wonderful. It's, it's very rewarding to me is, is because clients will observe, you know, um, you know, it, 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 they make this transformation. Now what they, was difficult for them is, is easy. It's like, it's like natural and automatic almost, um, but I haven't changed them. And they, what, what the observation I love hearing is, you know, I'm, I'm really not different. I'm actually more of who I am. Because what we're really doing is we're taking what's no longer fitting and we're just smoothing that out. We're, we're setting it aside or we're evolving it to where before it was, it was like a, a inner critic, but we turn it into an inner coach and it's now a valuable asset. I mean, we, we started out with the explanation, sort of this whole business blind spots exposing this, this idea that I can only say 45 degrees. It's almost as though what you're doing is what if you could just see 50, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. within our reality and our, our reality, I mean, there's, I'm not saying there's not an objective reality, but, but all yeah. we're doing is we only have our perception of that reality because we're only taking in data to where we're processing yeah. data. Right. And, and so we only have our perception of what that is. And, and when we have a good, per, when, when our model, our perception or our map is good, we can do things and it will have a good result. We'll have result that we want. If, if it's a bad model, it's not going to get consistent results. If it's, if it's a really bad model, it, it kind of works opposite. But um, uh, so really, it, it, within the person's reality, all they have, all they need, you know, based on all they want, it's really already there. Now, that doesn't mean they won't have to learn things, or, but, but they're, they're equipped to learn things. It won't mean, won't mean they won't have to solve some problems to, to make something happen. They're equipped to solve problems. Just We, we inherit those capabilities as humans. So really, the, the, you know, for all practical purposes, you know, 
all they need is already within. Uh, they're just not they're not seeing it because they're 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 not able to perceive it. It's hidden from them uh, because the subconscious is protecting them because it's for some reason the subconscious is afraid that they're going to do it. You know, like like if you're you're earning thirty thousand a year, oh my gosh, you know you're one hundred twenty thousand, one hundred fifty, three hundred thousand. You know what are you going to do? It's going to kill you. You know, let, let, let's keep it here. Thirty, nope, you're good, you're good. Let's keep it twenty. No, that's bad. But thirty, yeah, we're good. Yeah. See, so it, it, it's all keeping you safe, but but you can earn 300, you can't earn a million, whatever. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but if you really want it, you're up to the challenge and you're going to figure out what you have to do to do that. But uh, but you have to be able to see that you can do it first, right? And so um, that's, that's um, uh, you already have within you what you want to do. Uh, it's just that it's accessing it. That's, that's the difficulty. And uh, that's where the growth is. Yeah, so I, I, I got to tell you, Jim, uh, the better part of an hour has flown by as far as I'm concerned here. Uh, this seems like an incredibly interesting topic, and I hope that all those that listening kind of got a, just even a, you know, kind of the tip of the iceberg here as far as what Jim can do and how he can help you. I mean, I'm, the, the, now, another analogy came, I have a tool bunch full of tools, and I tend to have my favorite tools that I go to. But all these other tools are sitting over here. And every now and then I happen to stumble across one of them. I was like, oh, I, I should be using this clamp more often. And all of a sudden, my range of capabilities just expanded. But, but I already had it there. It was already sitting there. Boy, that's I a beautiful analogy. That is a beautiful <laughs> analogy. Yes, I just never reached over here because I reached out of the frame, <laughs> right? To pick exactly. Up, I've only been using this stuff right here. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Um. So for all of those who kind of list, who listened in to this, uh, I hope you got something really valuable out of this. This hub, whole idea of perceptual remodeling from the perceptual map that already exists allows you to kind of pull those tools in that you probably already have on your workbench somewhere and kind of pull them back into use and start using them again more effectively and efficiently. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you for listening in. To, to, add your little to add your little analogy, if I may, uh, your subconscious has been putting tools that you're not even aware of consciously. So it's not even things you're, you, you forgot about. It's things you never even knew your subconscious had stored for you. That actually probably looks like my mail counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got all kinds of stuff on there that I have been buried under papers for a while. <laughs> uh, but I'm look, looking for that ruler that's under a piece of paper somewhere on that mail counter. Uh, Jim, I really do appreciate you spending some time. What, what an intriguing and fascinating topic. I can't imagine it's hard to get up every day and do this. Well, at least just from my point of view, this seems like just such a fascinating it, thing it is, to it is do for others. It, it is a fascinating uh, thing. That's why I'm passionate about it. Uh, and, and I love people who ask great questions like you did, Vinaya. Thank you very much for having me. Really. Uh, uh, yeah, it, the, the hour went fast because it's our perception. When we're enjoying it, we don't perceive time passing. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate the time. Thank you.